0: This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Today we have Lewis and me. Lewis, go ahead and introduce yourself.
0: Okay, Timmy
1: Trumpet. Uh, you saw what uh, uh what Seinfeld said about that? He got
0: mad. I did not. What? He got mad Why? about that
1: because he said that they're celebrating too because early. Because it's too cool. No, because they're celebrating <laughs> too early to bring Timmy Trumpet to play that theme for for uh what is it? Edwin Rios, right? Edwin Rios? Edwin Rios, yeah. Yeah, when they had him play live when the Dodgers were playing them, he got mad that like the following day it was like, Yeah, you guys are celebrating too early and look at look at where they're at now in the standings.
0: Um yo, but that I I'll be honest, that feels more like an indictment on how bad the Mets are versus whether or not they should do it. Because every cl- every player gets their own call up song. And just because that's a fucking epic call out song, that don't mean shit. That's just that's just who he is. Well,
1: Mario Rivera had the greatest come out song. Enter what Sandman by Metallica. Ooh.
0: That, okay. Whenever, well, whenever he came out to Close, cool.
1: that's the song he came out to.
0: I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I feel like, okay, not the greatest, but very well used at Dodger Stadium. Kenley Jansen's California Love. Yeah. That was
1: well speaking Look, of that, that would come out
0: uh, uh-huh. in the ninth. think about it though remember the yeah. memories of in the ninth, mm-hmm. he gets called up you hear the song play the sun has set over the ravine it's nice and crispy outside yeah. oh. oh well you saw today's Poor memories
1: news. today's news was they demoted craig kimbrell as closer now it is closed by committee for the dodgers oh
0: yep that's right that just i today. just saw that too yeah so there's that shit okay so so let's think about it who do the dodgers have to close now i have no idea oh and uh Brule is being sent back
1: to the uh the triple a the miners yeah oof because they're bringing up uh they're oof. bringing up somebody else on a contract that they well, just what got. are they gonna
0: do about what what are they doing about Dustin Mays? Dustin well, Mays he's, is the one that's he's been kinda, throwing like, it. I don't know.
1: He didn't play too well the other night. He didn't. Do he too threw like well. garbage the other yes, night. Yes, he did. And I saw it live. That was terrible. It was terrible. Ugh. Uh, but first, I want to talk about something else. There's a controversy going on right now in our group. And I want to set the record straight. Last week, me and Danny did a podcast. And there are points where I edited Danny's laugh in. As I do with most episodes, I just find a laugh and I just throw it in there somewhere because I'm not funny. Let's be honest. I am not funny at all. I'm just eh. But I throw those laughs in there to kind of pepper them in so that it sounds like I'm funny. But in reality, there's like these long pauses. I get rid of them. So I just want to address that. It's true. I'm not funny.
0: I don't know, dude. I think you're funny. Sometimes it gets a little too like you get a little too on the grading trolley side, and that's not a compliment that's more of an annoyance, yeah. but at the end of the day, dude, you are so funny? You are like a legitimately normal conversation funny guy, which is hard to achieve well, I told it well, I don't know if you heard I told a joke I heard the whole thing i I'm trying to think of because again, Do you it want was another, very you natu- want another moment you, you want another moment I'll tell you the moment tell me
1: the moment was tell when me. I made the joke. Better call mall. It was like ten
0: seconds of silence. Uh, and then no. Danny goes, See, Yeah, and then Danny would've...
1: goes, Yeah, that wasn't that funny.
0: I was like, Oh, you fucker. Yeah, no, you would have gotten the the boo or the awkward for me right then and there. Oh, yeah, I know.
1: But like I said, but I still I I edited laugh, it out. Though. I edit out most of that stuff because it's like, okay, whatever. But let's be honest, I'm not that funny.
0: I try to be, but I'm not. Well, I think that's the problem, dude. When you try too hard. Yeah. it's not funny yeah but when but when it's just like this it just flows like that why do you think we're funnier together like this mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. i just want to address it because rick our man in the chair went on facebook put on our facebook page what happened to this to the awkward silence and i was like shh don't tell no one
0: I uh, he heard it live okay, so, so he is, knew so this is all rick's fault <laughs> This is all Rick's fault. He's the one bring, stirring up the tea in the that's in the okay. group chat. But that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm really
1: not that funny. I try to be, but I'm never really that funny.
0: Look, look, I will say this, though. It, it, when you're around, you are like, hmm, you're like a good support character. You throw out these extra, like, ten uh, 10 plus, maybe 20 plus percent funny within whatever conversation we're in yeah
1: i tried to and that helps
0: me because i need the i need the extra xp boost oh no absolutely
1: oh here's the other thing so last week we kind of touched on it like we were talking about that whole uh florence Puh, that whole that whole damn story is just fucking insane uh
0: okay there's but not a lot i'll be honest there's not a lot of well they just were, they
1: just talked about more stuff that there was actually a lot of like back shit that was going on but last week i i somehow i threw one out there I said, don't worry, darling. Don't worry. We'll be back next week. Right. It, it just flowed really well. And Danny was mm-hmm. like, fucking chef's kiss, you know? I mean, there's some stuff that, have, that has come up from that story. And like, even today, like, stuff came out. And I'm like, oh, geez. It's a lot. There's, it's just a fucking really weird tale of like them. But just to kind of touch on it, like, there, there's so much beef going on between everybody. There's, it's just like such bad tension.
0: Yeah, I think this mostly like if we boil it down to what, it, where it comes from, I think, and you you would probably agree with me on this. I, it stems from the two women. It stems from uh, Florence Pugh mm-hmm. and Olivia Wilde, the director of this movie. I feel like this could have been like a very small non-story if Shia LaBeouf hadn't come out on John Barenthal's podcast.
1: Oh, I, and and I talked about. it. I watched that entire podcast. It was a really good podcast.
0: I I have it on my recommended. I haven't pulled the trigger on it because it's it's so long. It's two and a half hours, it. but it's
1: really good. It's he talks a lot yeah. about uh, his transformation from being what he was to what he is now, and how he wants to help people realize who they are in a sense. So, but that whole thing is like today. I mean, Florence Pugh came, Pugh came out today and said that you know the movie just went all bad because the director just kept disappearing. And now we kind of know that it had something to do with Harry Styles. It's a whole mess.
0: Well, yeah, because her and Harry Styles are together. They're a thing. But the problem is Florence uh, is friends with Jason Sudeikis, who is Olivia Wilde's baby daddy. Mm-hmm. They're no longer together. And apparently the disappearing was Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde kind of like being, flirt- uh, being too flirty on set in front of people. And it's like, dude, we're here to work. Yeah. No, and like go to the trailer if you are going to do that yeah, shit. Absolutely,
1: but, but then she but according to Florence
0: Pugh, she just kept disappearing. So that that came out yeah, today. Yeah, there's also like, that Holy too. Shit. I was like, "Ah, this
1: is And then you got you got Chris Pine getting spit on, which was kind of debunked because he was looking at his phone, but still it, it kind of does look yeah. like it got spit on.
0: It does look like that, but from every angle so far that that I've been shown, there's nothing coming out of Harry Styles' mouth, yeah, and if there like, is, it was coincidental.
1: Yeah, it looks like he's dry heaving uh, or something like.
0: Eh. But yeah. you know, he
1: looks down because
0: I will say the cute part of the whole thing is when he gets in front of Nick Kroll, and him and Nick Kroll kiss. That was adorable. That was pretty hilarious. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. That was pretty. Fun. Yo, speaking of Nick Kroll, mm-hmm. first of all, Big Mouth is a fantastic show that not more more people need to see. Big Mouth. Which reminds me that I need to see the new the newest season. But he's releasing his first Netflix special this month. Oh. Awesome. I think literally this either this two when it comes this episode comes out it'll be Tuesday or the following. But sometime in the next like few weeks it'll come out. Pan Oswald just released the new special this past week uh, this past Tuesday. And then two weeks before that, Joe Coy just released his LA Forum show on netflix as well mm-hmm. like a lot of the stand-up shows that were coming that were part of uh netflix is a joke are now starting to come out on the on the service so which is when does great fluffy come out fluffy's october nice okay so we're not far away but, no i think i think it's literally gonna be in through let's see next week is still technically september mm-hmm. so three weeks maybe four maybe four at the most sometimes but sometimes sometime but it's definitely before up? halloween okay it's, I think it's definitely before Halloween. Someone will fact check that, and we'll we'll see. Yeah, but we got other news to talk about. Just wanted to. Oh yes, we do. Kind of
1: touch on the controversy of the silence, That awkward awkward silence. Yeah, if you if nobody's ever gonna hear it, doesn't matter. <laughs> so take it away with some of those
0: wonderful stories. All right, so. As we all know, the end of September usually brings about the spoopy season. Yep, spoopy season is upon us. And uh, life right now, for me at least, at theme park, this is, this is why I hate the fact that my birthday is in October. Because this would be the time where I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude, like, let's go to Disneyland. Well, Disneyland's fine. But let's go to Universal. Let's go to Six Flags. Like, I love going to theme parks. I, I am a theme park freak about that. You're a theme park fiend. But the problem is everything is spooky themed or you know or it's it's all a little too spooky for me. Um so I don't like going out like this. This is when this is why my birthdays are always boring. I either have get togethers to just ha- drink around the house or do regular boring stuff like that. I just go to a bar or go see a show or something or go bowling or whatever. Um but uh Usually by now, and it is a thing right now, uh, Halloween Horror Nights has already started. Started last week, Uh, two weeks ago, no, like about two weeks ago. Yeah, that's when the first house that's when like the first dates for uh Florida happened. And then I think the week after was uh Hollywood here, yeah, because we had a friend, Um,
1: a mutual friend of ours went to Halloween Horror. Well, actually, two mutual friends of ours went to Halloween Horror Nights. So, shout out to Arturo, what's up, Arturo.
0: Yo, I don't think he's gone yet. No, he did. He went the same night that Ashley oh, went. Did. Yeah, oh, hey Ashley. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they went the same night. No, you know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing in my head Arturo's story about wanting to go to to not, not yeah, scary. Yeah, he wants to fun. go to Nats. Scary, where,
1: and I don't want to yeah. do that. No, thank I, you.
0: No, that's even worse. I know. I know. Like if if Six Flags is baby level and Halloween Horror Nights is mid tier, like mid tier, then. Not Scary Farm is like you will shit yourself in They have gear. that maze
1: that like people when they get to the end they're like so scared it's They like record them as they're walking through that final phase of that maze Oh, oh that doesn't surprise me at and, all And and it's like you see the the true fear on these people's faces that
0: I'm like no nah, I'm good I don't want to do it Uh-huh See I'm psychotic enough to want to see that video from the employee side of filming people with the scared faces. But see, that's the I'm thing psychotic enough to want to see that.
1: Every year. That final attraction changes. So you don't know what it is. Until you're in there. And they yeah, do not I encourage wanna, you to share it I don't want to see people. it
0: though. That's the thing. I'm like uh-uh, I'm good. No. I, see, that's why I won't go. Because I don't want to live it. But I do want to see people's faces after. From a crazy I have mental problems standpoint. But also from a sociology standpoint of like. This is the sociology major in me. It's like, I want to see what different levels of fear is to people, you know? Because there's the people who start off the maze with, like, you know, these giant meaty clackers of balls going, fuck it, dude, they can't scare me. And then they come out. They're probably the bitchiest of them all well, coming out.
1: But I know that one of the mazes at Halloween Horror Nights is clown-themed. It's the clowns from outer space. The killer clowns from outer space. Killer, The killer clowns yes. movie, yeah. Oh, Which, fuck it's that, getting dude. a sequel, uh-uh. by the way. It.
0: It's getting a video game. Uh, that's what it is. The, the video game is a sequel, essentially. It, it's a Dead by Daylight style yeah, uh, nah, not video nice. game. Good. I don't play those I'm games. I'm good. I already have a problem with clowns in normal shit. I don't need this anymore. I might be a little desensitized for this one. <laughs> I know. That's the, I might be a little de- desensitized. I'm uh, in the perfect the setting because the room
1: here is so dark. Well, that's the Ralph Garman, uh, putting on the creepy clown makeup Oh their yeah. podcast. That's so good.
0: But. So good.
1: But, so you have some news so, about these mazes
0: that are, that are. So Halloween Horror Nights, um, I'll say this much from what I've seen of the videos online of people, like, filming the mazes and stuff. Uh, there are two mazes that at least to me stand out. One is really obvious because I'm a fan. The weekend. Uh. The weekends after hours nightmare mm-hmm. if you haven't seen the walkthroughs of this maze, first of all, be prepared because it is there's a lot of strobe lights, there's a lot of literally flashing lights or blinding lights, as he calls it in this video, but it's super well done and it is a cohesive storyline through it, so that's a standout for me, just from an outsider's perspective, but I will say there's another maze and i can't oh god i'm struggling to remember exactly which one no it's not the nope one that one seems here's the problem with the nope slash us jordan peele area is the fact that it starts off with generic like like a generic walkthrough and then it ends up in that specialized area that it kind of seems lackluster no it's, oh, you know what it is? It's the Blumhouse house. Nope. No, thank you. Nope. I'm out. Mm-mm. It, they, they actually combined two movies. Oh, God. They did Freaky with Vince Vaughn. I don't, I don't know if you remember don't that one. I think I've ever seen that. Well, then again, I don't so really watch of the, horror films, so I'm not. So think Freaky Friday, but one of them is Vince Vaughn, who's a killer named The Butcher. Mm-hmm. And the other one is a teenage girl in high school. Oh, so they, they, swap, so places they swap places uh, through a purse.
1: Okay. Like for you, Friday. Okay.
0: And like the killer in the girl's body still goes out killing. Oh, so
1: it's kind of like framing the, the teenager then.
0: Kind of, yeah. And like, you know, and they do that. And then the second half of the house is that movie that with Ethan Hawke, uh, The Black Phone, I think it's called. Yeah something the phone yeah the black phone because
1: that was the big that thing one. that they were they were advertising uh back in march if you remember when we went they had that those big billboards for black phone yeah so, i never watched that yeah. movie i don't know i'm again i'm not in too much into horror films i'll watch like i mean
0: it's on the cock
1: you can watch it yeah i don't have peacock though and i'm never gonna get it you don't have the peacock? well no i don't unfortunately no uh, no fine. but but Like, certain movies that I'll watch, they're, like, not super horror films. I mean, some of them are, like, I can't watch them at all. There was one that traumatized me as a kid, and I know Rick knows the name of it. It's it's an animated film where this painter runs into a forest with some mushrooms, and then the mushrooms, like, they go psychotic on him and try to kill him. And this is an animated film for, like, kids. Yeah, I know. I, Rick told me what the name of it was a long time ago. And if you go back and you actually watch that one little clip, because it's just that one little clip. It's a painter guy. And I think his name is hmm. Pablo the Painter or something like that. Or it, I know his name starts with a P. <laughs> but this sequence, it just gets like bizarre, and it gets really weird. And then these mushrooms are trying to eat him or something. I, I don't know. This is strange. Well, then again, you know, to be honest with you, when I was a kid, my cousins would tie me up with the jump rope, sit me in front no, of they didn't. Yes, they did. They would sit me in front of a a television and they would play all these scary movies and they'd make me watch it at the like at the age of five. So my mom didn't really want me hanging out with my older cousins because they were like teenagers. So I got tortured like that. They would put me in front of these 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 horrific films where like kids were getting slashed and like um uh, one of them was Freddie's Freddy Krueger. Uh, it, all these films, which traumatized oh, me as a kid, God. which is
0: why I, I can't. I don't like watching horror films. I just I hate it. I, I, I'll be honest. I'm even more of a bitch than you are. I, dude. I, for years, actually, I would say for the better part of like a decade, when I was in my, in my teens. Uh. Well. Okay. I think the first time I ever saw. Nightmare Before Christmas was, ooh, I don't know, man. I was in like my, like, what year did that come out? I don't know. But that came out like so, when I was like before 10 years old. And I remember from that point up until I was at the very least like 16, 17. I never wanted to rewatch it because I was too scared. My memories of it were too scary. And I never rode the Haunted Mansion ever. I, my sister had to ride that shit by herself. Um, I never rode the Night Before Christmas uh, version of the Haunted Mansion before then either. And finally, uh, due to one time with my sister and uh, one of my friends from, from high school, Jonathan, Jonathan Castro, he came with us, and they both were going to get on, and they're like, come with us, come with us. I was like, no, fuck no, dude, I'm not doing all that stuff. But we went to the store and we looked, and I saw a necklace that I really liked. And they were like, Yo, if we buy you that necklace, will you get on this fucking ride with us? And I was like, <laughs> All right, fine, I'll guess. Because I, I didn't have any money then. So I was like, Fuck it, I'll take the free necklace. And I got on and I wrote it, and I was just like, That's oh, not that bad. But just, I just, I think to this day, I don't think I've ever seen Nightmare Before Christmas since the 90s.
1: It's interesting because, like, the way you remember like, scary films. As a kid, versus watching them as an adult, it's like you're like, what the, what is this? What is this is
0: crap. I could honestly, I could say the same thing about action movies. There are so many moments in action movies that I feel were bigger than what they are now. Yeah. Like, why did I feel like D- Die Hard was so much more bigger, so much more grandiose th- than what I think it think is it's now? Because like
1: it, it sits in our memories, and we've, we've seen so many films that it's just, it just everything just kind of blends together and you think you're like, wait, was that in the film? And then you're kind of like, huh? Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: But speak, Mm -hmm. continue
1: speaking about the, uh, Halloween horror
0: nights. Uh, so Halloween horror nights, now that we're fully into that, um, the Orlando resort tried to do something that I feel society is actively saying no to, which is what that is they decided to add an NFT collection to Halloween Horror Nights. I don't have full details on what the collection was or if it was just a single NFT, but they had QR codes hidden through, well, not hidden, I put that in quotes. It was slightly hidden throughout the park, and you could scan it, get your NFT. It was exclusively to only people who were there at the park. If you weren't there, I think you had to put in like probably your ticket or your pass information, Mm in order to confirm you were there.
1: Yeah, fuck NFTs. They're so
0: stupid. Non-fungible token is such a dumb idea. It's a crazy idea. I don't think it works. It could work. I, I will give it the benefit of the doubt. It could work, but it won't work right now. I think it's something that not... It seems too upper echelon to, to work. But here is where society, I think, is starting to really crack through. The first image of someone taking a picture of it and putting it online literally was a decree too universal to get rid of it i like that i really do like like literally punking the multi-billion dollar corporation in a stopping as they should oh no and they and they did it right because here's the here's the actual tweet it's a picture it says it has a qr code it says collect the nft the tweet goes, absolutely not. Hashtag HHN31. Can we still bully companies? It's September of 2022, Universal Orlando. Should, uh, oh, Universal Orlando should be well aware of how detrimental NFTs are to the environment. Hashtag green is universal. They use the <laughs> they two used ha- their- universal hashtags and their tag wow. to get their attention. That's great. I love that.
1: You bully these companies. So literally, you bully I think, the shit out of them. Because, uh... you, know, you know, there was uh, Ubisoft. Back in February, was talking about maybe releasing NFTs for their video games. No, they actually did. Oh yeah. And then people were like, "No, fuck that. That's stupid." Like you had to play. I think you had to play Wildlands for like a hundred. Oh no, five hundred hours before you were, you were technically eligible to even get one of these stupid uh, a helmet with a with a digital number on it. Everybody's like, "No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no." They bullied. Ubisoft is stopping, but Ubisoft is still insistent on doing it to this day.
0: So we gotta bully them out of NFTs, because that's stupid. I mean, look, it worked, but it, I feel like it worked on a monumental level, because that tweet was... Let's see what the date says here. That was September 16th at 1.07 p.m. Right? That was roughly a week ago. Then not four hours later at 506 the same day there's a picture of someone uh, of an employee taking down all the nft signs
1: oh great great because it's nfts aren't they they're they're traded in it being green and it's not it's like you gotta waste so much electricity just to earn ethereum to buy the stupid nft so like you're it's detrimental. No, you're right. It's very detrimental to to the whatever the fuck it is. You know,
0: it's so stupid. It, Bully now, I, this will be a little bit of my soapbox about the environment stuff and the and the grid because we got affected by it. Um, yeah, we like did. Two, three weeks ago, we got affected by a rolling blackout in the middle of the night. Um, I think everyone needs to stop with the craze of want. Like, you can want a Tesla, you can want a bunch of stuff like that. Hell, you, you could want to save the Earth, but realize that we are we don't have the infrastructure to save the Earth. Everyone out there buying Teslas and full electric vehicles and charging their cars all the time, it's straining the grid. So well, there's a- I love you guys. I thank you all for wanting to save the environment. But baby steps. Let's not all jump on this bandwagon oh, no, it's right too now. Late.
1: Too late. California said 2020, uh, 2035. No more, mean, no more, let's gas, hope that no th- more gas. No more gas
0: vehicles to be sold. Only electric. So, I mean, that's me that. fine. My car will be grandfathered in by then. Oh, yeah. So that's sure. fine. I'll still have a gas car. But here's the thing. All I care about is let's upgrade the grid. Because I don't care if there's a deadline of when we're no longer gonna have gas. You know, vehicles, in all honesty. But can we keep up with that deadline? That's all can. I care. About. I don't know. About I think
1: that's why they pushed it back. It was supposed to be like three years from now, and they're like, mm, no. Realistically, we'll go 13. Fine, whatever. Exactly. But yeah, that's, but but see, the problem with it is number. the problem with it is, is that there's so many mm-hmm. lobbyists that are lobbying uh, for California not uh, to charge so much money to get a solar panel, even put on your home, and a solar battery as well. So it's going to cost you like ten times what it's really worth. I mean, I could be talking out of yeah, my. House. I'm just is, saying yeah. that that this is something like the lobbyists so, are fighting for that, and in in a sense, it's like boning the consumer on the back end
0: right so i i can speak to it kind uh well a little bit because my uh before we sold the i could say it now because we don't live there anymore but before we sold the kitrich house um years and years ago when when people were still getting harassed to install panels like in the malls and stuff like that they still do i convinced my dad i was like look it'd be a great idea let's go solar We may not be fully independent of the grid, but the grid will now come towards us. And maybe we'll get some good money back or something. I don't know. It is California. We get the most sun probably of anywhere. So we weren't through the paperwork and stuff like that. We got financing. I will say it is a great idea if everyone and everywhere went solar. Just put panels on your roof to power your own shit. And then the excess go back to the city. But the program needs to be so much easier to deal with because I can't tell you how long we had those panels for before we actually started seeing, we didn't even make, generate enough energy for the city to pay us. We made only enough to get a discount on our electrical bill. It was still a significant discount. It did go down at least $100, maybe $130 a month, like every month. So, you know, a significant chunk of the power bill was cut out. But it took, like, months and months to get the paperwork through and get this approved. And, you know, now LADWP has to do an inspection and make sure it's up to code and make sure the guys you use were correct and they have license. It's too much work. I know. Just make it simpler. I know.
1: And that's the problem is, like I said, these lobbyists are fighting to make it harder to get solar panels, which sucks. I mean. well sunny california sunny texas sunny wherever the fuck you you are if you got sun and you run a solar arizona great then you don't have to worry about Mm. straining a grid because you could just put a backup battery ta-da but
0: again it's really not that easy I, i will say the lobbyists i feel are not necessarily making it harder but they are making it more expensive and more time consuming because they're trying to make everything seem like it's so urgent like Yes, it's urgent, but if you, make, if you put a deadline that people are already behind on, no one's going to want to do it. Mm. That's the issue, I think. I, I think so, too. I, I could be talking to my ass, too. Here's the um, thing.
1: Disney really, really needs to step up their game.
0: Oh yeah. In terms
1: of um, of like theme parks, like they got amazing theme parks, but there's certain things that they just can't have because they're about to get dunked on right
0: now. Yeah, and let's talk a little Um, bit about that. So, uh, I'm gonna start with the assumption that everyone here listening to our to our beautiful beautiful voices is aware of the uh, of the Marvel split between Disney and Universal. For those who don't know, a little bit of a mini recap. Basically, the Universal bought, when Marvel was still just the comic and not this the entertainment powerhouse that it humonger, is now.
1: Right?
0: Yeah. Uh, and before it was even ever being considered to be bought by Disney, um, Marvel sold their theme park rights to Universal. But the way they stipulated the contract was a little weird. First off, it's in perpetuity so there is no end date to the contract there is no magic number that universal has to reach before the contract is over it's just hey if universal can cut a check they can keep the rights the second weird part of it is the fact that they split it down the mississippi river and they basically stated anything east of the mississippi Universal has the theme park rights. So, like anything, to put up York. anything Marvel related. So anything New York.
1: So, but here's the funny thing: you saying that the Avengers Campus isn't that like like in the movies? Isn't that on the East Coast?
0: Um, there, yeah, it's it's over, it's out in the oh man, it's in New York. It's, it's, not on the New York. it's, it's in the boonies. It's in the boonies in New York. Yeah. So
1: how is it that Disney has that?
0: well so that the is it because it's all the more well no 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 no. so the way that works out is those are in the movies in the movies that's fine more avengers campus is only at disney california adventure i think there's a paris one that they're building out but they can't use certain characters like spider-man can't be there hulk can't be at that park either is just not uh Fantastic Four and their villains can't be there either. And I think there's one other property that can't cross that line: is it Daredevil. Uh, because Universal has those, right? Punisher? No,
1: I don't think. Because a lot of those, I are mean, like, possibly a lot of those are like
0: New York based. They're, they, yeah, they're New York based. But the, the so the thing is that it's only for theme park things. So like if if let's say at Disney World they opened up an Avengers campus and they wanted to have a, a Spider Man walking around the they park, can't. they can't do yeah. it. But if they want to have Black Panther walking around, that's fair game. Okay. Um, you know, it's just, it's just, it's weird because it's nitpicky characters. Stuff. Anyway, this is getting too detailed but, but, okay. and I don't have those one details more thing, on me. One more
1: thing. How yes. could they have a Black Panther walking around if that's on the
0: east side of the. Mississippi? Oh, don't do that.
1: <laughs> well, I tried. Okay. I tried. Yeah, so I tried.
0: that, that, no, no, no. So that, again, it comes down to which. No, no, no. It com- It's not a uh geographically based it's based on what universal is buying the rights to so if you look at um islands of adventure at universal parks in orlando they have a hulk roller coaster they got a spider-man ride i think they also have like a venom thing they have a dr doom's uh death drop or something like that as a ride similar to what
1: we have over here on the on the west coast of magic mountain which is the uh not Doctor
0: Doom, but it's, All the DC, it's Lex Luther's Lex Luther's drop of Doom.
1: Something stupid like that. Yeah.
0: same same idea. But again, it's because Universal has cherry picked those properties that they're gonna keep in perpetuity. Well, that's a whole other issue we can talk about another time. But the big thing, the main reason why Universal is about to dunk on Disney is the fact that news has come out. Number one, they've already had this in works and this it's actually part of the new construction that's going on. They're building a bigger area, bigger resorts, more resorts in general, and a whole new land called Epic Universe for Universal. Now, this does stem from the failed Tom Cruise mummy movie.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's terrible.
0: So throw yourself back to when that movie was getting hyped up and we were all excited about it. I was never excited. Do you remember Russell Crowe's character? Yeah, he was supposed to be... uh... Yeah, what the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, Dr. Hyde.
1: Jekyll. Yeah, because they tease him at the end of that film, correct? Again, I so, never saw it,
0: so I don't know. I mean, spoilers but not spoilers cuz no one's going to watch it. Yeah. So that was supposed to be like a branching out to create what Universal was calling at the time epic universe where all their monster movie their, their movie monsters would live in and could interact. So you they had plans for an Invisible Man movie a werewolf movie, a, a new Frankenstein and brighter Frankenstein movie. I don't know if they had said anything about Dracula. And then obviously they have, their idea was to have Russell Crowe be the linchpin, be kind of like the Samuel L. Jackson that can kind of go through all the movies no, there was a Dracula and connect film. everything together. There was a Dracula film. No, but it wasn't, I don't, there was, but there wasn't that one. They were just going to soft reboot that. Because I thought that was part of it. I vaguely. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was, Red was Redcon. It was like, okay.
1: Yeah, but Russell Crowe came out in that film. All right.
0: I didn't know that. I didn't the, see that oh, movie. yeah,
1: it's called Dracula un, Untold or Unleashed or some crap like that. And at the very end, something like that. At the very end, you see Russell Crowe, but you're kind of like, "What the? What is this?" And then, like when the Mummy so... are coming out, they're like Russell Crowe's in it. They're like, "Wait, what?" And they're like, "Yeah, they're vaguely connected." It's like,
0: "What?" Yeah. I don't know, but look, they were trying to Marvel before Marvel was fully Marvel and it failed. Um so now Epic Universe's new section of the part they're creating is only Epic Universe by name. It's not necessarily just monster movies. Because the idea is that's where they're gonna stick Super Mario World. Um there's a there's a draft of the construction papers that's that shows they might put like a Pokemon Center in there and stuff like that where you can like go to kanto i think oh wait what was the first region kanto. you got in uh kanto. in red and blue kanto, kanto right the okay, kanto. they want to create hyrule interesting Mm-hmm. and they also want to stick other big name properties that aren't really showcased anywhere else like lord of the rings because i guess they kind of have the rights to that already well. i don't know Amazon has the rights to that.
1: Well, I don't know about creating lands, but I know Amazon right now has the rights to Lord of the Rings. That's why they have the Rings of Power show.
0: So right now, a giant, they don't say here, but based on the the renderings I've seen, it looks like about 50% of that park will open in 2025. So there's a couple of years. If you have not gone out to Orlando, um, 2025 should be your next jumping off point. That's when they're going to open that up to compete. But here's the thing. They're not going to stop there. Obviously, there's still more construction to be done and finished after that. Mm-hmm. But here's the big thing. NBC Universal as a whole wants to buy Hulu.
1: That's that's interesting because that kind of falls in line with like WWE coming off of Hulu. Because mm-hmm. it's owned by Disney. That makes a lot. And that of sense. literally just that just happened. That just that happened, just happened this, this week, this past week. Their 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 uh, their rights are are expiring. I think at the end of this month. So
0: and they're shopping around for a new place.
1: But does that mean that Universal wants to buy Warner Brothers? Is that where is that is that their end game? I think.
0: That is that is the next step. So if Universal can buy Hulu. Um, They are also considering outright buying Warner Brothers Discovery. Now, I'm going to say this with the biggest grain of salt, the size of Mount Everest. So pink. While it's a funny funny idea that they were to do that, I think it's horrible for the industry. Like pink Himalayan salt? Saltiest of the salts. (laughs) um so here's the thing if universal does this if they buy out warner brothers number one that gives them so many more revenue streams i because they will owe now a hundred percent of harry potter
1: i think that's the biggest thing because harry potter just came I, off yeah of the, the hbo max lineup
0: i think it just came onto hulu like maybe this past month I,
1: And, you know, I noticed, well, here's the thing. I know that Bob Chepik talked about earlier, I think it was earlier this month, that he wanted to merge Disney Plus and Hulu together, and they've already started the paperwork for that. Because they want to have one, because my Disney Plus is actually set to expire, I think, in November. But when I went to log on to Hulu, it's like, hey, you have a Hulu account, but you also have a Disney account. You want to merge them? And I'm like, I'm not ready for that commitment yet. I'm really not, but I pay it's, for two different it's services. It's not asking
0: you for a man. it's not asking you for a ring. It's just asking if you want one login. I just
1: don't want to have <laughs> ESPN Plus. I just don't watch it enough.
0: No, hold on. Yes, you do. But I don't. Yes, you do. I, I I honestly don't watch ESPN. Dude, I, I'll i be honest. I kind of don't either, but in those days when like you don't know what to do or what to watch and stuff like that, I know that, there's good shows on there. Hold there's great shows on there. 30 for oh, look, the 30, for, the 30 for 30 alone is really great. And the fact that, like, if you wait a week, you can watch UFC pay-per-views for free, that's even better. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. I mean, like, you, you're going to watch them anyway. And instead of pirating them and having to fucking struggle with that, just fucking watch them. I got scared. I know. I got scared. <laughs> you did. I Dude, I freaked out. <laughs> No,
1: look. Obviously, obviously, this is a audio podcast. But what was going on behind Lewis? I saw stuff moving around, and then I saw something. Don't worry about it. I got scared. I'm sorry. I got scared. I didn't know what it was until I I got because it just looked like something was floating behind you. I was like, uh,
0: what? Look, man. I got bitches in the living room getting in and on, and they ain't (laughs) leaving until six in the morning. (laughs) Six in the morning. So if
1: Universal buys Warner Brothers Discovery. That means that they will also own Magic Mountain. Uh all the Six Flags. Well, no. well
0: Six Flags they, is owned? So isn't Six Flags owned by by uh, Warner Brothers. N- no. I, so Six Flags is a Great America owned company. Really? They um. Well, no. Actually, I think Six Flags is the parent company. And Great America is just under the Six Flags umbrella. Great America is owned by... But no, they are.
1: Great America used to be owned by... I'm looking it up right now.
0: Great America... Okay. You do you do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speculate some more. So... Is Six Flags and Great uh, from America what I remember, the same I th- thing?
1: So for the past 30 years, two parks have taken completely separate paths. Today, the outside park Chicago is known as Six Flags Great America. And the Bay version is called California's Great America interesting so they're not even they're not even related in a sense
0: well i know six flags owns a ton of other parts that aren't named six flags so it is a parent company but from what i know six flags is only a theme park company um they are in contract with warner brothers for the theme park rights to the looney tunes the dc characters and all that stuff that's why they can make those rides and those shows
1: but you know california's which this is my they actually
0: Is it closed? No, no,
1: no. No, it's open, but they actually own peanuts and Snoopy. Which is kind of weird because huh. Knott's Berry Farms features Snoopy. It's
0: literally Camp Snoopy.
1: Yeah. Because I'm reading right here, the departments that they own are the Peanuts five hundred and the
0: Snoopy Space Space Buggies. Well, those are rides and I think a show. So I don't know if that means that they own the rights to them. Hmm. They may just be it may just be like they're leasing the rights.
1: I just remember I've been to Great America and it was like it was part of Paramount. Because it used to I used to be called That's Paramount's definitely true. Great America.
0: I remember that. That's definitely true. I think I had a shirt back in the day where it said yes. Paramount's Great America. Okay, so
1: I'm looking on their on their Wikipedia. It says it used to be owned by Marriott. It used to be known as Marriott's Great America. Then it what? became Great America from 1985 to 1992. Then it became Paramount's Great America from 1993 to 2006, and then it reverted back to Great America since 2007. Huh? So they, they're owned by King okay. Entertainment Company, which is owned in part by Paramount Parks.
0: All right, there you go. Well, anyway, we're getting on a, uh, on a huge point here, but here's, here's the big thing. Go ahead. Here's the big thing. So, like I said, Six Flags, the, the 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 theme park company has a contract with Warner Brothers to get the Looney Tunes characters in their parks and all the DC characters, which is why they can do that stuff. Just like um Universal has that contract with Marvel about their characters. But if Universal outright buys uh Warner Brothers Discovery, that'll open them up to be able to buy out those contracts as well. Mm-hmm. Or, and here's the big one, which I think would be wild. The big Toma. But it would make all the sense in the world. Uh Just outright buy Six Flags the Company.
1: That is interesting.
0: Now, I will say this. Like we said earlier in the beginning, the if Universal Halloween Horror Nights is Mm mid-level and Disneyland's Halloween Time thing is very kid friendly. I would say Six Flags is kind of in between the two parks. It's never too scary to the point of like you know, heart rate monitor your heart's going at like 200 beats a minute, yeah. but it is going to like it is going to scare you at least. It's going to mo- it's going to move you. A well, little I know bit, it's you know? not. They have scare zones. But that being not. said, if they all become universal parks, this is where Uh, Universal can kind of test out their smaller uh, haunted house maze storyline ideas Mm -hmm. in all these Six Flags. That's interesting. Get get your upper echelon big money mazes in your big resorts, Hollywood and Orlando respectively, Uh and then test all the rest of the ideas that maybe are like, yeah, this is a little too weird or I don't know if that's scary enough. Throw them at the six packs parks if you already own them. You've got all that real estate, why not? Uh-huh. That would be awesome. Because that opens up the avenue for so many other things. And think about it. I I they already have Nintendo. If they get the DC characters in, maybe that means they can sell the Marvel rights back to the Disneyland company. And just real just. Stick it to Disneyland. Just give them the real business about it. Um, not, charge not them up them, the asshole because you know Disney has the money and not give it to Disney spent five them billion keeping on Lucasfilms. You think they won't spend the, the money on Marvel?
1: I was reading about how CBS Viacom owned Great America, and when they broke up, uh-huh. Paramount went their own way, but CBS like still owned Great America, and then they were like we don't want it anymore so they dumped it off to somebody else called Cedar Point uh Cedar Fair Point which is well known for Cedar Point in Michigan for their are right. rides and crap but the most interesting thing is, is they signed a long-term deal with the San Francisco 49ers at their stadium at Levi Stadium so there you go that it kind of kind of worked out yeah Huh. Because they're in the same area. Like, uh, Great America is in uh, Santa Clarita, Santa Clara, not Clarita, Santa Clara.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The park. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I was, huh. I was reading about it. I was about reading that. about
1: it. But last thing you were saying was sticking. it So to last it. thing
0: I was saying is, yeah, just, just look. If Universal can just stick a knife into Disney and bleed them for money, I mean, look, they're not gonna feel it. They already have my money with all the Marvel movies and most of the Star Wars properties and going to Disneyland a lot. So, fuck it. No. Well, they got Endor. I would love to see a lot of the stuff they together. They got Endor that came out this week, but
1: I just haven't had time. Do you watch it? I have not had time. No, I'm going to sit down after this podcast and I'm going to watch a couple episodes. See so,
0: there's only three right now, yes. but the first episode is a little slow as it as as and, they also were saying,
1: and like they, I kind of knew that was gonna happen
0: andor is the only character you're gonna know,
1: okay, that's fair I mean it's it's a build up so... but i I read a really funny article that said that uh Diego Luna, this will be the last time he plays Andor in live action, and I thought that was so funny because I was like, well, I hope they don't make a movie where he dies at the end. It only oh, makes sense a... it only makes sense- it what a jab that would suck but he says that this is the this is the last this series will be the last time we see him because it goes it it bleeds into the film like it just kind of
0: goes straight into the movie of Rogue One Well yeah I think I think it's supposed to be like 5 years before the events right, of Rogue One Right but it all One. builds
1: up to the last episode being the beginning of Rogue One like when they first meet him
0: ah, So it kind of okay. bleeds well, into that,
1: that. So it's it's interesting I I find that great but I have to watch an episode or two I've watched uh, Lord of the Rings I have that's a slog that. i have no interest it's, i'm like four episodes in and i'm i think the fifth episode dropped today i'm i'm yeah i'm like, like, like so that. far behind on a lot of tv shows that i'm just trying to catch up at this point i got a lot of I anime that i'm watching i got a lot of tv shows that i'm watching it's just too much
0: i know for a fact that i know for a fact that like um right now we just started uh, the second season of Abbott Elementary. I heard it was funny. I haven't that's seen That's a it. funny show. It's a great, but I hear, it's I a really it's, funny show. That show
1: went from 13 episodes to 22 and they're introducing brand new family members of the kids in the show. Something like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, yeah. I think they're starting that uh, in the next episode. But there's also this show on Hulu that's called Reboot with Keegan-Michael Key and Johnny I Knoxville. I so want to see that. We saw one episode and we were like, we're in this is hilarious um and then finally i guess one last uh kind of mini recommendation um it's kind of a Mm two-parter one uh the league i know we reference that every so often in our regular life but like i have angel angel's on season five and she dies at every episode but then midway through to kind of break it up we started watching this fool oh yeah, yeah, yeah
1: i heard that was funny.
0: That shit is fucking brilliant. Can I, can I tell you? It's so
1: brilliant. Can I, can I tell you something? I went somewhere today what the? for lunch. and I felt sick after. I went to Yobi
0: Goya's for lunch. Ah, Goya, Yobi Goya, You know what's funny yeah, is I, the I, I of told, the story, I told
1: yeah. my co about that. And he's like, what the? I kept calling it Yobi Goya. And he's like, no, it's called Yoshinoya. I'm like, no, it's Yobi Goya. And then I showed him the... The song clip, and he's like, "I don't get it." I'm like, "I'm like, he had." What I was like, fuck? "He had to be there." That's all.
0: Oh my god! And then I showed him the uh, clip of I've, Kevin I've been...
1: jumping out of the car. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When he runs over to the tree, he's like, "Yobagoya, oh, no, Yobagoya." Yeah, and he's like,
0: "I still don't get it." Oh, yeah, the teacher catches him in traffic.
1: <laughs> that was great.
0: No, I was I was making that reference too with with Angela. She wasn't getting it, and I was like. When we finally sit down and watch the league, you will fucking you will get it. And now that she's seen it, she's like, "You guys are fucking idiots." We are. We're complete idiots. Dude, it's I. I love the Yobagoya thing so much. I named my main fantasy team the Los Angeles Yobagoyas.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I
0: haven't gotten a message yet from the from the league about, uh, the reference. It so I've given up on them ever knowing. Yeah, they probably didn't watch the league, but.
1: Y'all should watch. Which yeah, it's an old show, but it's so great. And then finally, last story, I think you have one more story, correct?
0: Uh yeah, I got one more unless we're running out of time. Uh where are we? Oh. So there is a film tra
1: talking about Mario Land and all that. There is a Mario trailer that's gonna come out during New York Comic Con. So we're gonna be on the lookout for that. With Chris Pratt, oh and yeah, his unknown uh, his never before heard voice of Mario, which I'm like, all right, whatever.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, I'm not terribly excited to. Well, look, I am excited for there to be a Super Mario movie, but I'm not excited for this Super Mario movie. Mm-hmm. If anything, they could just replay the old one with uh, uh, John Lewisamo, and I'd be fine with it. I'll pay to see that movie again. I mean. You can just buy it on d v d and watch it. I
1: don't know why I mean, what I'd rather see it in the movie theater. Wh- I'm whispering,
0: oh, here we go yes. i got i I got a little bit uh since we're going out with that I'll go with go out with some sadder news. Oh no uh three hours ago, it's been confirmed by Vanity Fair. James Earl Jones is stepping back from voicing I Park saw
1: game. that, and I'm very sad,
0: so yeah, let's we're gonna ride the sad train tonight, yep. We're
1: we're off to the sad. We're off to the sad races. All right. I don't. I, yeah. Cue, cue, cue the chewy sound effect. Good enough. That is our show tonight. We talked about a lot of things. We talked about Halloween Horror Nights. We talked about theme parks, which is kind of interesting. We talked about Disney. Trying to get me to get a login for Hulu and Disney and ESPN. And we also talked about me not being funny. So
0: there you go. Final thoughts, Lewis. We have, uh, my final thoughts for this episode, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a fan. Uh, whether you just started today or you started with us from day one, uh, or you're listening in the future and you're listening to our entire back catalog. God, I feel sorry for you for not having jumped in sooner, but this is us. This is where we're at. Uh, like i said thank you everybody for listening if you have any thing that you want us to talk about in a future episode i literally got the the halloween horror night story from uh from instagram randomly i got a link to it so if you have anything we want to talk about we'll pull it from there i i I legitimately will find these stories somewhere and anywhere so it helps when you guys throw the content because we have opinions clearly That being said, everybody, let's go out the best way that we can, which is Black Lives Matter, Artists Lives Matter, Representation fucking matters. Support your local comic book shop and your local uh, comedy place because, hey, we're there for y'all and we want y'all to laugh. Laughter will help us get through all this shit. femi gente. Let's fucking go. For me, I got nothing, as always, but I hope
1: that you guys will Follow us on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Treat everybody with respect because you don't know what they're going through. They could be very, very injured and hurt, but they're still doing it. They're still at it. Dale. (laughs) I'm not Mr. World. I don't know why I went Mr. Worldwide. I think it's because we were talking about Florida. Anyway, love you guys. I want to give you guys a hug. And we're going to be good. So, love you guys. Give you a hug. High fives. Peace.
0: Sesame Daddy.